Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over gloves together for Tooth Life Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. What's up, Katrina? Hi, girl. Long time no Holy see, moly, I feel how like. are you? I know. Oh my gosh. You know, I, well, I say this and people laugh, but I truly am living the dream every day. Yeah. So, um, I'm just dreaming with my eyes wide open. That's what's Look happening. At you. <laughs> How are you? I, cause I feel like I'm living the dream. What is happening in your world? Tell me, I want to know the answer. <laughs> the, the, the answer that everyone here knows is living my best life, but, but <laughs> the last 48 hours have not been me living my best life. Let me tell you. What? Why? What? What happened? Well, first to of you? all, first of all, hi. I miss you. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever, but really, I saw you yesterday. Was it yesterday? Was it the day before yesterday? I don't no, even know. It was the day before yeah. yesterday. You ran out on I me. Literally though, so ran. I, okay, I so you literally fl- ran. Okay, so we peeps. We were we were in Arizona. I you are always in Arizona because you live there. But I came mm-hmm. to you in Arizona. Um, I flew in on Thursday. And then got to sit by the pool a little bit on Thursday. People were looking at me funny. Literally, locals were wearing winter down coats. And I'm walking yeah. around in a two-piece two-piece bikini by the pool. Because, Irene, it's 64 degrees yeah. at the that is, and that is that, to Phoenix. That is our summer cool. here. Sure. So, but it, it, imagine you do look like a yeah. crazy oh, person. Oh, yeah. I, I, locals, I look like a sure. crazy person. I was. I was. So I'm sitting by the pool and like the people that are working here that were like the pool cleaners and the whatever, they were walking around with down coats and I'm just like sweating my butt mm. off by the pool, which was lovely. <laughs> I got to sit by the pool for a bit and then got to meet a lot of cool podcast peeps that I know from social media, but I hadn't, hadn't really met in real life. So we did just chilled on Thursday and then Friday it was like full submerge submersion submersion into Whoa, 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 hold on a second. Let's let's go to the part on Thursday night when you didn't answer my phone um, call. Okay. Remember that remember All that right. time that I called you and then you just decided not to so answer So I went like, to a cool dinner. School. I went to a dinner, an invite dinner, and then I went back to the hotel. Like a whole bunch of people started walking back to the hotel. And then I met um, – <laughs> she's making her hair look like a mustache. Stop distracting me. I met uh, Danny who, you a question. who works for Densely Serona, and we were just chit-chatting because I had never met him before. Shouts to Densely Serona. Thank you for oh, um, yes. sponsoring this episode and sponsoring for me to come to Arizona and record. Do you know how many episodes we recorded? I downloaded them all today. So many. Seven. How many did we record? Good yes. for us. I feel like I feel like we were working the whole time. I feel like we were interviewing. So I'm glad that Seven. we actually like had a lot. And Danny was yeah. so fun. It snaps to Danny. Yeah. So we were we uh, were talking like Serona stuff while we we're sitting at the hotel lobby bar. And then from a distance, I hear shrieking. I mean, it was you. Oh, <laughs> is that really what I, I sounded like? I don't know. I think so. I think it was. A, I feel like you're bloviating yeah. a little bit. But you did call me. My phone was in my purse, yeah, and then when I checked my phone, it was like literally six minutes before you got there, and I know you live 12 minutes away from the event, so you were already on your way. <laughs> you were already halfway there when you called me. Oh, I was like, let's see what this damn Canadian's up to, and then you didn't answer, and I was like, damn it, I'm going to go and find you did. her. But this is what happens, though, when you're at these like hotel bars, then don't you feel like 
give it 20 minutes and then like literally everybody that's starts basically what up, happened and that's exactly what happened like literally everybody showed up i'm trying to eat like chips and guac because i hadn't eaten anything at all that night and then i spilled my a glass of wine on mark no Costas. way <laughs> so, yeah it was like so snaps oh, to mark guy. um but dude's like wearing it and, and Craig Harder was right there and Craig had on like a, a gray top and so it was just like Pinot Noir like everywhere. It was oh, crazy. No. Um, but it was like whatever. I mean I just that was uh, fun. I'm gonna take my hot wings and go. So then I left. I I, I left and I Did went you take hot wings home with you? I did, and then I ate them in bed. And I started watching Under the Tuscan Sun because now it's available on Wait, Hulu. hold on a second. You started watching Under the Tuscan Sun when you got home? You left at like one AM. No, I knew I left at like 12, 30, 45. Okay, but like maybe around one. Um, but I started watching Under the Tuscan. But you were up that's- at our event the next day and you were there at 8.30, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed yeah, and you were watching Under the Tuscan Sun eating wings in bed at 1 a.m. the night before after you were at a bar that's with me. I'm telling, you, I, I'm telling you, I'm living my dream Gosh. every day. I wake up and pinch myself. Kill me. <laughs> you absolutely kill me. So... But then Friday, we were, like, ready to yes. rock and roll Friday. Yeah, so yes. we were ready to rock and roll on Friday. Um, and we did. We rocked and we rolled. And then we rocked and we rolled some more. We went to dinner with our peeps at Serona. And then Saturday rolls around and Saturday was crazy. I didn't realize that my flight was actually at 1. I thought it was at 4 p.m. So in the morning, went downstairs, listened to, um, the, like, morning lineup of speakers, and they had some yeah. great speakers there yeah. by the way um like awesome yeah. speakers and uh i was i was really impressed yeah. by mike the mike detola started the day off yes. he had an epic epic lecture and then his best mm-hmm. friend mm-hmm. josh austin who we also got to interview who has been on the podcast before i feel like i've said his name so many times he yeah, um cool he dude. jumped on a podcast with gina dorfman who also spoke mm-hmm. like they were a really solid lineup of really funny speakers so yeah we we did that and then yeah. um we we went to go record right away and yeah then i by the way by the way while we're recording yeah. moody keeps oh. zipping back and forth with all these shot glasses of fireball I counted the glasses at the, the end to the do you know how many at home. do you know how many shots we did over three days over two days <laughs> Too many. not even two days a day and oh a half God. there were 14 shot God, glasses no. on our podcast oh, table God. not yeah. all of them were ours but I don't, yeah, they were so. For the listeners at home that do not know, the who is it? It's Justin it's Mo- Mark Costas, Justin Moody. Is it Alan? Is, is, um, Alan Mead. Alan and, Jason and Lipscomb, Lipscomb are part yeah. of and Jason. Okay, so the four of those yahoos have this like whole stand where they have a um, a fireball dispenser, yeah. literally like shot glasses, and people are just like zipping over and drinking fireball at nine a.m. One of my Instagram story, yeah, literally it was like ten a.m. and we're like taking first shot of fireball I, to anybody who knows me knows I do not do shots so this was like the beginning of the end for me with that whole weekend my liver is like please give us our a audio our all, audio all editor was laughing um he was texting me he's like I've edited he's edited a couple of of our episodes and at one point there's a blooper of you saying who do I have to talk to about getting sober here <laughs> literally <laughs> that's what you said you're like, who do we have to talk to? Like I'm getting to- sober here. I don't know what time of day that was, but anyways, this just this is oh, not this no. is not to say that this happens all the time, people. Um, and we have self control. We do, I swear. This was just uh, mm-hmm. one of those days where speak for yourself, Irene. I don't one of those days where or one of those events where it's like everyone was just so positive vibes. So if you get a chance to come to Voices of Dentistry next year, you totally should. 
Um, it was so it. I we go to a lot of events. I go to a lot of events. You go to a lot. Mm-hmm, this was mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. that was very u- unique. It was cool. Yeah, very unique. So, very cool. Finish recording our last episode with Dr. Erin Elliott, where we're talking about breathing and airway and cool stuff that she's Badass, doing. Babe. She's like, and I look at amazing. my phone. And it's like eleven fifteen. I look at my phone. And it's like your flight is boarding in one hour. I'm like, what? How is this a thing? So we finish up, wrap up, and then I realize I haven't packed my bags yet. Um. Because none of your nothing. bags, like you had the stuff in your room, but like hanging. We, also, we have yeah, equipment, all of our right? Like equipment. we have equipment that's like out. Yeah. yeah. So literally, we threw everything into the bag, and I ran upstairs, and it was I was in a movie. I was just grabbing coat racks yeah. full of clothing and shoving them in my suitcase, and then I check out and I call an Uber and I tell my Uber man who came in a very very beautiful minivan that we need to get to the airport like now because my flight is boarding at twelve fifteen. So I took a picture of his ways as we can see like terminal four, the sign for terminal four, and it says arrival four minutes and it's like 1215. It's like the moment that my flight starts boarding is when I arrive at the airport and I have a bag to check. Normally I don't check a bag, but when we have recording equipment, I don't. I bring that as my carry-on, yeah, right? Yeah, no. yeah. So um, get to the airport. The woman at the counter. Plus, this is an international yeah, flight yeah. too, so there's like a little bit more. Yeah. That goes so into I get that. to the counter, and the woman's there. She's like, "Oh, your flight's already. It's it's already at the at the gate. It's already boarding." I was like, "Listen, man. Like, oh. I have to get on this flight. Like, there's no other flights tonight. There's a flight tomorrow, but it was like a 12-hour flight with a delay, like with a layover." Um, and then she looked at my birthday, and she was like, "Oh my God, we have the same birthday." I was like, "See." It's a sign. It's a sign that I need to get on this plane. (laughs) I was meant to come here to you. So she was like, let me see what I can do. So she opened up the gate. She tagged my bag. I ran. So I started, I I ran up the escalator. And then I was like, okay, ticket, need my ticket, need my passport. And then I was like, where the heck is my passport? I realized I left my passport with the lady downstairs. So ran down the escalator. I'm stressed yeah, out. Yeah, ran down Aaron. the escalator, grabbed my – I could see it. And, like, surprise, nobody stole it except, like, a Louis Vuitton um, passport holder. And I'm, like, grabbed it. And she looked at did. me and, like, rolled her eyes. <clears throat> she was like, oh, I can't believe I helped you. I can't believe we share the same birthday. <laughs> basically what she felt. I can sense it. So I was like, oh, don't make eye oh. contact. Just rub, <laughs> run. So I'm running to the gate, which happened to be the furthest gate at the furthest part of the airport, of course. Um, oh. managed to get there as they were calling my name on the PA system for final boarding. And then I walk on oh. the plane and it was like all eyes, all Everyone eyes on me. And they had moved you. my seat. I was like sitting like row 12 and they moved my seat to the very back. So it was like 32E right next to the bathrooms with the chairs that don't recline. Oh my God. Were you the middle seat I, too? No, I was aisle, believe it or not. Wow. Know, fancy. That's nice of that. So, you know, Damn. slow walk and, you know, the, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's quite a walk yeah, of shame, Yeah, walk I of shame mean. all the way to the back. Get on the plane. Uh-huh. I'm good. I'm in the air. I realize I did not pack any of the stuff in the drawers at the hotel. So I had a full okay. drawer of clothing. You know you're not supposed to put stuff in the drawers. Like, that's how you get bed bugs, really? right? I've yeah. never had bed bugs. My brother got bed bugs one time. He brought them back from, from the drawer. India and well, so I don't drawer. know. He's, There's he's not saying, like fabric or anything was, in it. I don't know. They say if you want to avoid getting bed bugs, do not put your stuff. Do you really unpack your stuff in the drawers? How long were you in Scottsdale? I just said the whole story, but I took it. I put so I, so you, <laughs> you a pair of jeans, a bathing suit, underwear, socks, bras. 
Like, I don't like to keep those things in my suitcase because they get smushed. Well, I'm I'm zipping by the uh, hotel to pick you those things up. You still haven't gone to pick I'm those gonna, things up? I'm going to go today. It's I been had, 48 hours. <laughs> I'm going to – I'm going to – I had a Chipotle with the gay day yesterday, but I'll, I'm going to go okay. today. I'm going to do Thank it today. Um, however, once I get all of those items, I'm going to put them all on and take a photo of myself wearing all of your Are clothes. Are you really? You have to try that bathing suit on. It's actually really cute. It's 100%. really cute. I just I bought will. it from Cupshe and I haven't worn it yet. It's so cute. Yeah. Stoked. So that wait. was my day. And then, um, so whatever. I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. We're good. I figured it out. SOS. Called the hotel. Katrina's on it. Um, call an Uber. Kind of. I mean, kind of. Yeah, I'm on call an Uber. Bit. Get in an Uber. I'm, I'm, I'm decompressing. I'm... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You missed the part where you arrive. And oh, are, the, there an yeah. Happening? So there's a coronavirus outbreak. Two people in Toronto um, are confirmed. One person in Arizona, really? by the way. Um, that person is being quarantined Yeah, we have two right people now. that are confirmed that they've been diagnosed with it. So I get off the plane and they're handing out masks to everybody. And then I walk into the baggage claim area and it was like, I felt like it was like an, an episode of, of, of an apocalypse show, like the, Walking the Walking Dead, Dead yeah. Chernobyl. Like everyone has these masks. <laughs> it was like Chernobyl, yeah. Everyone has masks on. So I was really freaked out. I feel like I've been pulled away from society and news for the last couple of days. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. so that happened. So I finally like, you know, I'm out. I'm, I'm in the, my bag, my bag never arrived. So I get to the baggage carousel 35 minutes later. No bueno. Go to the front. Yeah, ma'am, your flight, your bag never made it on the flight. Whatever. I barely made it on the flight. How the heck is my bag supposed yeah. to make it on the flight? So I'm not upset. Um, get in a car. Get in an Uber. Drive home. But this is like already hot mess yeah. express. Like, I mean, it's like yeah. we're done. Like, I, there's so many like ridiculous things have happened yeah. to you. Like, is this the end of the story? No, we're not done. done. So in the in the Uber, Why? in the Uber, five minutes away from home, like the guy is like pulling off the off ramp to my house and I realized and I'm texting with Chris and he was like stop texting and driving and I was like what what do you mean stop texting and driving stop texting and driving I'm like I'm not driving I'm in an Uber and he was like what where's the car and I was like fuck shh I left the car at the airport and I am in an Uber Oh my god! Um, I so the guy, so I'm like, we need to turn around. Like we need, we need to go back to the airport. And he's pulling onto my street. So yeah. I get out of the Uber, and then I realize that the car is still at the airport, and I'm done. I'm just, uh. yeah, rough yeah. Day. So then rough I sent day. you a video of me making myself a drink where I went to the refrigerator and I pulled out a box of wine and just poured it into my mouth. And here's what I was really impressed with. You just have a box of wine just like naturally living in your refrigerator. Yes. I was very yes. impressed. <laughs> That's how Good I consume you. one, by the box. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. For the viewers at home, she goes, I'm going to make myself a cocktail. And then she just goes into the fridge, pulls out a box of wine and, and gently deposits a I didn't um, spill. Bowl. There was no spillage. There was no spillage. No, no grapes were harmed in the, no, in the no, dispensing. No grapes were of harmed in the making wine. of my next hangover. No. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. that was it. So, so um, that was my 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 going to Arizona and coming to Arizona in it was like seventy two hours, not even. Yeah. Yeah. So what did what did we learn from this? Number one, nothing. Write the name of your ed- your podcast editor on your hand so that you know. Yes. Yes. Number two, you could write. You drove to the airport on your hand. Number three, don't unpack your shit at the hotel. That's how you get bed bugs. 
and leave your stuff there. I feel like your Maslow's hierarchy of needs are like off right now, though. Like the pyramid is upside down. The pyramid is upside down. You're definitely we're in a state of self actualization at Voices of Dentistry, yet you don't have a vehicle, clothing, like yeah. And I'm speaking at um, Yankee this weekend. I leave on Wednesday. I leave on Thursday, so I have two sets of everything. I have two sets of shampoo and makeup and face products and hair products that I don't unpack out of my suitcase which is in the yeah. suitcase now that I don't have so it's like wait, wait, wait you don't have it no, yet? I haven't found it uh-huh Ooh. so Wednesday is going to be one of two days it's either going to be like the eureka moment where my suitcase is recovered and delivered or it's going to be me going to Sephora and dropping like 500 bucks on my yeah. facial products and makeup which is what I yes I have sense I have yeah. se- I have sensitive skin Yes, of course my, you do. My Derma Blend foundation is not cheap. <laughs> Anyways, we should get into the episode. We've been ranting for 17 minutes. So the yeah. the, the interview we really? that we've done here is actually a funny story. We met him at the hotel lobby bar um, the night that Katrina shrieked my name and then went home with her chicken wings. So <laughs> I've gone home with much worse after a night of drinking. I will just be very clear. I behaved if I came home only with chicken wings. And a little crushed ego because I spilled Pinot Noir on Mark Costas. Who I'm say. so upset that we never got to interview. I'm really sad. We'll get him on here though. Uh, we yeah, will. we need it. We will um, for sure. So we met this guy at the bar, and well, I think I met him first, and then I was like, Katrina, get over here. Bro is a dentist who recreated, 3D printed, mold injected, hand painted a human ear on yeah. a patient of his. Yeah, you were you were fangirling over him for sure. Can you just can you just take a moment to realize how remarkable that is? I mean, it's really remarkable. Mm-hmm. So I so this is me fangirling the entire episode. At one point, I think I asked Katrina to check my face. Is my face okay? Because is how's my mouth? Is it wide open or is it? Am I li- are, are my lips together but teeth apart? Like am I am I in good <laughs> good tongue posture here? Yeah, are what, are we? We what are we doing here? Check my face. So this is uh, this is that episode right here. We're going to do it right now. It was live at VOD. Um, thank you to Dance by Serona for sponsoring this episode yes. and for having a constant flow of white wine coming to our booth. Oh my gosh, they were yeah. amazing. How, how adorable was Allison Zora? Like literally every time we looked up, she's coming over with like a little tray with glasses of wine. Oh my God, she brought cookies. Know. She was probably like, these homies are like, just sober up a, a little bit. I'm at least going to bring you a cookie <laughs> with your next glass of wine. It was awesome. So snaps to Allison Zora. Allison and Danny, they took they care did, of us all weekend. Sure. They're just, they're so yeah. amazing. If you ever see them, out out to Naboot, um, you know, at a at a meeting, go over and say hi to him, give him yeah. a hug, and tell them that that uh, the Canadian and the ginger sent yes, you. Yes, for sure. And you can people. you can watch the recap of Voices of Dentistry on our Instagram, the Two Through Dare Podcast Instagram, and then it's also on my personal Instagram on my HGTV, IGTV, HGTV on my IG, HGTV. On my IGTV. <laughs> Am I chipping? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, Lord. Um, Probably. So you could see the highlights of it and definitely the highlights of uh, Katrina doing fireball shots with with various individuals. But here's the episode with Danny, Dr. Danny. Um, Enjoy, peeps. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. What up? Yes. What up? What up, girl? Live from... Voices of Dentistry. Yeah. Not Yankee, not, not Yankee, Chicago no. Midwinter, not Greater New York. We have a really cool, impromptu, short 
episode that we just decided to do because I got to meet someone pretty epic yesterday at a bar. Believe it or not. As you do. As I do. Yeah. It's where I normally meet cool people <laughs> at bars. All the cool people meet like these four, days. Four glasses of wine in. Ooh. But who's counting? Yeah. Watching um, this amazing dentist reconstruct ears. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. A dentist. Yeah. Reconstructing ears. Yeah. Danny Domang is here with us. Let's do What that. up, Danny? Hey, guys. Welcome. Hi. Nice to meet you guys. So good. So yeah. good to have you. Okay, so I was totally fangirling yesterday. Did I look like I was fangirling? Like, was I awkward? No, you were good. I never know. I never know what I look like on the other side of a fangirl moment. You were fangirling, and you actually made a comment with regards to, "I'm over here cleaning teeth, and you're helping people here." So yeah. I should just yeah quit yeah. now. <laughs> Brb, gonna go sharpen Gotta my go. four R four L. Right, right. Get my H six seven. I don't know. You got it. You got it. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll get into that case and I'll share some of the, if you allow me, I'll share some of that stuff in our Insta for people. If you want to yes. see, if you want to see what we're actually talking about, just go to our Instagram account and you'll see that kind of case that went up that we're talking about. So what, who are you even? General dentist, practice in Louisiana. And uh, I graduated in 2007 and I did a one year general practice residency at Brookdale Hospital in Brooklyn, New York, uh, GPR. And I got into a two year implantology fellowship. Literally for two years, all we did was place and restore implants. It was in conjunction with NYU, so I practiced with uh, Dennis Tarnow. They had a lecture series at his office two days a week or at the university. Then uh, graduated, started a, into private practice, and then joined my uncle eventually after like two and a half years of practicing um, outside of residency. He asked me to join his practice, and he was uh, mostly an implant practice. So um, I took over. Um, the previous associate's position, she got pregnant, walked out of the practice. I took over the general and then tried to ramp up the uh, implants for, you know, referrals for my age generation. Guys that graduated that don't want to place but want to restore. And then, you know, you're, from that. You're, I have to say, you're you're super, like, you look super young. How, yeah. old, how old are yeah. you, if you don't mind? 39. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're super you young. young. You've accomplished yeah. a whole ton in a very short period of yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's been good. It's been a good ride. Yeah. You know, connected with some good people. Actually, I met Justin while I was in my residency program, Justin Moody. And um, right out of residency, he got me lecturing for him oh, at awesome. a couple different venues. And then um, from there, just kind of took off. And now Corey and I, Corey Glenn, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he kind of helped develop the Blue Sky Bio plan software for guided surgery. So um, we met when I was um, straight out of school. When, where, when did you graduate? What year? I graduated residency 2010, mm-hmm. and um, I, th- I think that's whenever I met him. He came to my uncle's course. My uncle teaches a course in Lafayette, um, but just like simple implant for a general dentist. Corey and I met there, and then he got really big into guided surgery and, and making his own guides, like 3D printing his own guides. And we like kind of hung out again <clears throat> at a meeting in Nashville, and uh, he's like, man, you really got to get into guided surgery. And I was like, no, man, it's expensive, and it's time-consuming, and I don't want to work with a lab. And he goes, you can make your own guides, design your own guides. He's like, yeah, but that takes time. And anyway, now I've come full circle where I 3D print guides for pretty much every single case, digitally plan my guides. I have two five-axis mills. We have wow. seven 3D printers in our office. Damn. But Do you have a big, a big team? We have 20 girls that work for us. Wow. Um, we have two intro scanners, one desktop scanner. I mean, the practice has taken a big turn for the better. 
Mm-hmm. So we will, you know, plan a case for a full arch guide. This is the coolest thing that I've done in a long time is plan a case and then scan the implants. Yeah. And then mill out provisionals. Instead wow. of like chair side, re- chair side relining provisionals, we'll uh, just mill out the provisionals the day of. Cool. Something mm-hmm. like that. Very um, cool. But anyway, I started a, a Facebook group, Implants in Black and White. And that's kind of taken off. And you got guys like, you know, Knife Sonata. You know that? Yeah. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of my really good friends. Actually, he went to Brookdale. Oh, cool. He, when I graduated, he was getting to the program, but he joined a practice in Arkansas and he's doing tons of oh guided surgery wow. like this. Look so at that. Th- these are palatal pins. And then, so this will hold the guide in place instead of lateral horizontal pins. And then he does an FP1 where he places oh eight implants in the maxilla. We're doing this thing, people, where we're looking at an Instagram post and then trying to describe what it is. So I'll link that. I'll link this exact yeah. case that we're talking about. Yes. So this and is actually, this is in um, Implants Black and White Facebook group. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, wow. And then what he does is he scans these with a uh, Iomet scanner, right, which is the extra oral scanner. And then um, he'll mill out his provisionals and That's deliver fair cool. side. That's wow. pretty cool. much pretty much what I'm doing. Cool. In practice. And I think that's where everything's headed. I'm pretty sure this can, is where. Can you talk about that case that we were talking about, what we were talking oh, the, about earlier? The year? Yeah. Tell me about that case that I was fangirling about yesterday. Because So how how does one dentist, first of all, become comfortable enough to tackle on recreating someone's ear? Yeah. And so, how did that, what, why, what happened to that person? Brookdale Hospital is a very unique program. Um because they don't have an oral surgery program, or whenever I went through it, now they do. But they didn't have an oral surgery department. They didn't have a plastics department. So dental was called the dental and oral surgery suite, but it was all it was just general practice residents, and they had a pedo clinic. So um, the first year, as I was at GPR, we um, you know we did a lot of IMFs. So is it intermaxillary fixation? There's a lot of patients. It's a very poor area, and um, low socioeconomics, a lot of trauma. It's a T1 hospital. So if a patient had a jaw fracture, they would bring them to Brookdale and the dental residents would go and reduce the fracture. If there was a knife wound, like a slashing in the face, um, plastics would normally be called, but in this case, dental would be called. So did a lot of facial lax. We did a lot of uh, bone reduction, um, uh, IMFs. Um, it, was a very, it was a big hurt, you know, surgical trained hospital. So I was comfortable with um, bigger cases. So um, I got into private practice, got into full arch. You know, I was trying to get into full arch because that's like the hardest thing to do. But if, um, but now what we're doing is 3D printing all of our guides and, you know, milling out of provisionals and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's there's a learning curve to it all. But if you learn that curve, it becomes much more easier, much more predictable, much better for the patient. Surgeries are faster. It's just right. all around better. So anyway, I saw this guy. He was referred to me. Um, he had a, an accident where a, a metal pole hit him in the head. Like a work, like a work, work related accident. Yes. Yeah, wow. so they heliported him from the platform over to Houston and in Houston, they, um, tried to take out some of the broken teeth on the bottom and then tried to re an ENT came in and tried to reattach. Wait, his so ear. the pole went through his mouth or it, uh, it, it hit him from behind, from behind. Yeah. Ripped off his right ear. Oh, yeah. What kind oh, of pole are we talking about? God. Like, are we talking about like a, like a pole that you- like an eye beam? Like oh, like beam. a oh, okay, yeah. so a big a wow. big beam. Okay, yeah, big beam. all and, right. Uh, knocked out a couple of teeth in the right side, lower right quadrant. Yeah. So he goes to the hospital. ENT takes out a couple damaged teeth that were causing him some pain, and they try to reattach his ear. The ear, um, it's not doing well. So they get him back into the hospital. They resedate him, 
and they try to do a revision surgery to attach the ear. Um, stays in ICU for another week and a half. The ear is dying. Yeah. So There's no blood they flow sedate him or what? Again, we, yeah. And they cut the ear off. So oh. he, he had been in the hospital for a couple months um, to try to get his ear back and no ear. So they closed. How, this... how was his hearing through, right, throughout right, that yeah. time? He, the tympanic membrane was in place, so he didn't lose hearing. He just couldn't hear very well because he couldn't scoop sound. There was no sure. direction. Right. 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 And um, so he's a truck driver by trade, mm. and um, he couldn't hear if people were passing him on the right-hand side of the yeah. road. So it, he was always nervous when he was getting back into it. Didn't really care about his ear so much. He just wanted to chew again because he was missing all the bottom, most of his bottom teeth. So he came to see me. We um, There was like six or seven remaining teeth that were all in bad shape. So we decided to take them out, place five implants, and give him some you know, fixed teeth. His insurance company was going to pay for it. Worked out really well. After three months, we had him in a final uh, prosthesis, screw retain, looks perfect, full arch, loves it. Cool. Um, and then afterward, after we were finished, um, the insurance company, I mean, the guy was, he's the nicest guy in the world, but the insurance company was like, look, you did such a great job. We would love for you to make an ear for him. And it was kind of one of those days. The insurance company yeah. reached out to you? Yeah, and I, and I was kind of like, lady, you do Wait that a on a general what? dentist, That's right? really amazing. Yeah, it was kind of bizarre, but. Wow. Like, how would they even know that you would be no able kidding. to do right. that? Well, let me just check my 3D printer and see if I can do that. Tonight. Yeah. Sure. So it's kind of like, you know, I had a hygiene check. Yeah. I had a new patient exam. I had somebody in for a post-op suture. And I get a message. There's a phone call from the insurance company online, too. So I'm like, all right, let's prioritize. I can pay, probably knock out this phone call real quick. So I don't have to call her back and track her down. Let me just grab this phone real quick and answer it. Then I'll go do the hygiene console and then take a look at those sutures and then go do the new patient exam. Something along that. So I, I walk up to the phone, grab the phone. She's like, hey, I want to thank you. So I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, I'm glad it worked out for him. The guy's great. I'm glad he can chew now. He's happy. And I'm, I'm like, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. She's like, look, I just want to ask you one more thing. I was like, okay, yeah. And I was thinking, you know, we, we keep in your practice and maintain the, and we'll pay for the cleanings or, you know, something like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever he needs, whatever he needs. She's like, well, would, could you make him an ear for us? I was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll talk to you later. Go, what? Go, bye. Did you, did, you, did you realize what you agreed to? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I think she just asked me to, to make an ear. And that, I mean, that's how I remember it. And I walked down the hallway to go check hygiene. And I was thinking, what did I just say? You know, <laughs> I'm going to have to call that lady back when I'm not so busy. And it was a Friday. Finished out the day, and I could not sleep that whole weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm thinking about this guy the whole entire time. Like, could I actually, you know, surgically, I could do something for him. But prosthetically, um, is it, has it ever been done before? Has anybody ever 3D printed an ear? So I looked up PubMed, see if I could duplicate something. And there was no research on it. There's nothing. There's no articles on it because it's never been done before. So I was like, all right, well, let me try to figure it out. And that's um, about the time that Knife and I were doing a podcast together. Um, this was, you know, years ago. And I was telling him about the whole thing. He's like, man, that would be really cool if you could do it for him. And he was at MD Anderson. He's a maxillofacial prosthodontist. He's like, he's like, MD Anderson is still analog. So we still take impressions yeah. of the opposite ear. We'll, we'll pour it up. We'll wax it all up. And he's like, but it takes so much time. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I said, if we could do it all digital like I'm doing it now with teeth, then that's what we need to do. So what I did was I got him in on Monday. And I scanned his opposite ear. Yeah. And I took to a CT scan of the calvarium bone on the right side. 
Wow. And then I superimposed. Did you send out to do that or could you do that? With, do you have a cone beam in your office? And so you could do that in your office? Yeah. So I took a, a three-shaped scan of his, his, his left ear. I took a, on the right side of the skull, cone beam. took a cone beam. And then after work, uh, I took that ear and I duplicated it. So I, I had two ears. You mirrored and it. And I mirrored it. Yep. So I, I left in a right ear. Yeah. And then I took that right ear and I put it on the right side, calvarium. And then I could plot out surgically the best implants. Yeah position and where they should go based on you know depth because i don't want to have any trouble you know yeah. perforating bone or anything like that now how, what's the consistency of the bone of around surrounding the ear in comparison to what we're accustomed to intraorally i mean is it it's all dense it's cortical more bone. dense all right dense mm -hmm. cortical bone um, which is it, kind of ideal right yeah well, for yeah. sure um well there's not good there's typically not good vascularity right in cortical bone except this is calvarium bone that's right. extremely vascular. Hmm. Um, that whole area is highly vascularized, obviously. Um, so the did, plant, that, did that concern you at all, or were you the like... The only concern was the mastoid air cells, because he had very prominent, very large mastoid air cells. I mean, hmm. you can't put an implant right. in a dead air space. Right. So I had to... I worked with an ENT on this. This guy, uh, Jimmy White, practiced at, at Mayo Clinic, and uh, which is the, one of the best, uh, yeah. I think mm -hmm. the best clinic in the United States for ENT program. So he came over to my house one weekend and I showed him about five or six points um, where a good implant positions could potentially be. And he, um, he said, yeah, I mean, based on what I'm seeing on the anatomy that we can use those several points. And then I sent it, I sent the, all the um, DICOM data to Knife Sonata. I was like, hey, look, would you agree these are the best points? And he sent me back an image. He's like, yeah, dude, this is exactly what I would do for this case. So so what kind of implants did you place? What, how? Vistafix. Vistafix. Vistafix implants are about four millimeters in diameter and about mm. four millimeters in length. And, and how many, I think I saw three. Did you place three? We placed three? Four, four, but we, we restored three. So did you bury one? or? Yeah, you, always. Right. In, for, yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you don't want to yeah, have a... Right. right. Just, uh, just in case. Right. In your back pocket. Right. right. You don't want to place two if you need two and one right. fails and you got to mm -hmm. put another one. you got to wait another. Right. right. So you always put an extra and how right. And how long ago was that? So how, first of all, how long did your your planning process take because i'm i'm assuming this was way more comprehensive than any oral case that you've done um it took me uh yeah i mean it, it's kind of the same workflow for full arch but um just kind of think about how this like so i'm not actually going to place the implants right um that's kind of out of my wheelhouse right so uh, we went to the er uh the or he laid a uh, full flap we uh, actually right before we had were a soft you in the or guy, throughout yeah. the whole thing yeah. that must have been pretty we, epic I scrubbed in so uh, we had a soft tissue guide just to make sure that the implants were going to align properly. Um, and we used the canal to fixate the guide. And then we laid a full thickness flap, reflected the tissue, placed the guide on the on. Do you calvarium. have a video of this? You should post, yeah. you should post this oh whole, the whole thing. No. Um, it's, a, it's a one minute cut video. kind of like. But you're going to post it to an HGTV now that I showed you how to do that. <laughs> oh, do that. damn. I'm going to link that. That's cool. Link it. Very cool. Surgically, how long did that take? Um, it took about an hour, I guess, in, to in, in total for all four implants, closure and everything. That's not bad. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. not bad at all. No. Okay, and, uh, so the prosthetic is printed. You printed that. You hand-painted it. Or yeah, you, yeah, it was Sorry, it was a mold injection that you printed. So after the Im implants have healed, we got to go and expose the implants. Right. So we brought them back to the OR. This is the, you know, this is the would be the fifth time that he sedated for this procedure, right? Because right? for his ear, three times to attach it. And the implants, once they're buried, like, is it the same sequence that you would do intraorally? So 
no healing abutment or healing caps. You're burying them subjectively. Right. Subgingively. Yeah. How do you, how do you, subcutaneous, sub It's just sub, but they're sub. Subocularly. It's not ocular as I. Damn, Damn you. It's <laughs> close so they're, they're buried. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they're buried. And then how long do you let them integrate? Uh, three months. S- Pretty much similar yeah. Yeah. osteointegration, similar. Yeah. So we, we got them back in. Uh, we sedated them. We full thickness flap, laid a flap. Yep. Exposed the implants. There's a video of the exposure uh, also on Instagram. And um, let's see. Where'd it go? You totally need to do a whole series of these. I know. You need to them just, all like, together. mishmash you guys them. Are yeah. Teach me. Yeah. I'll, I will do it for you. Yeah, do it yeah, for you. Me. You teach us how to I make do prosthetic ears, and we'll show you yeah. how to do Instagram. Yeah. I, will, I will do this for you, because <laughs> this, this needs here. to be here seen. We go. Here we go. Yes, Here's the, the world un- needs to see. Video. God, it's that's so like, cool. so cool. It's one of those things where you can't look, you don't want to look, but you got to look. You have to, Cover screws and putting on healing abutment. I didn't realize how thick that tissue is. so thick. It's so fatty, too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So exposed. So exposed the implants and then, placed on healing abutments. The problem was, was the hospital didn't order enough healing abutments for this case. And each healing abutment is $850. And Damn. I'll tell you how I found that out. So it's $850 for a healing abutment. We only had one. Oh. So the ENT Why? at the time. Why would you only have one? That whoever, whoever ordered them didn't order yeah. the correct amount. So right. the patient's sedated. Yeah. With the no. anesthesiologist. Oh, gosh. Wake the patient up. No. no. That's how the conversation went in the OR. So this guy drives two hours to oh, come see gosh. me. I was bummed out. Yeah. Completely bummed out. It was like, you know, it was like one of those, it, it, right before that, it was one of those things where you like, you leave the, um, your house and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to vacation. Did I, did I get my phone charger? Yeah. Did I, I had that gut sinking feeling. So I was like, yeah. where are the healing abutments for this case? And I'm like in a, in a big box in the back so i opened up that big box and in the box is a small box and i was like open that box so they open the box and i was like how many more big boxes do we have because we need we need three of these at least it's like we only have one big box oh. so we had to close the case but then i, re- I, I remember but listen i remembered that the internal connection in these implants is the trilobe okay so i said hold on for a second so you could cap it so i said hold on for a second so i took off um, I degloved, took off my, my my gown, walked outside the OR, called my office. I was like, "Hey, do we have any noble active yeah. wow. healing abutments?" And I don't place that system, but we just happen to have two in the office. Oh, so I said, "Bring them to the hospital right now." So I walk downstairs. How far is the hospital from the? Not very far. No. Okay. Luckily, so I walk so... downstairs, but I go through the lobby with not even thinking about it. And oh. his wife was right there. She's like, "Hey, is Shoot. everything going oh. pretty well?" <laughs> You're out of the I mean, OR. I was like, yeah, I was uh, pale as a ghost. Um, actually, like, yeah, we just going. needed one more thing. Yeah, yeah. everything's going great. Oh, they had so your I, little doggy bag with your stuff. You're like, oh, we'll be right back. We're going right back into the got OR. Got the healing abutments, sure. go back in. That's how we close the case with two dental implant healing abutments. That's so That's cool. amazing. And one VistaFix auricular healing abutment. That is everywhere. Anyway, you know, the, the, so then after that, he had some, you know, profuse swelling, obviously from yeah. that type of thing. So we had to s- switch out the dental healing abutments because they're not tall enough. You know, regular healing abutments are about ten millimeters in height, and they come mm-hmm. with a ten millimeter collar, so the tissue doesn't go over. Mm. So my my healing abutments were kind of sunk in because they're like they're like four or five millimeters, and we had to expand the tissue. And then eventually, um, after he's healed, I scan the tissue. And then superimpose that digital ear back on top to make sure everything. So you had made the ear at this point. You not were wait. You were waiting, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Um, so all the implants integrated, everything was good. It was a great success. Now we got to make an ear. So I, I, instead of putting magnets on him, because because yeah. ears are traditionally held by magnets, magnets or a bar, either one. Um, what I did was I scanned his tissue, and I he, uh, magnets are like eight hundred fifty dollars a piece, and I and I'm doing it for free. I'm yeah. not charging the guy for anything. So I I said, look, why don't we use locator attachments like zest anchors? Huh. So I took out the healing abutments, torqued and zest attachments. That was the prosthetic mm -hmm. video you just watched a mm -hmm. second ago. Torqued those out, scanned those, and designed a bar substructure over that. That's built within the ear? Built within the ear. Cool. And then I had wow. that uh, 3D printed metal. That comes back to me. I snap it on, with using some zest super snaps, snap it on top of the, the regular uh, locators, scan that, and then built a digital box around the ear for the high injection so there's not a lot of silicone colors out there there's just one and it's like your skin tone that's it olive so if you need yeah. olive and yellow if you olive need almost ear. asian which is my, my skin when i go when i go and buy foundation the lady was like okay so you're in the asian olive colored section like thanks. blend a few together yeah thanks okay. mom right so that's it there's, there's and, and he tr drives a truck and you know he's always sun exposed yeah, yeah. so he's dark 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 so um, I had an anaplastologist in Dallas, McKinney, Texas, Allison Best, who I've never met before. But I shipped her the 3D printed injection mold, sent her some pictures of his skin tone. That's kind of cool, but also a little terrifying that if that package went to somebody right. else's house and they you opened imagine? it up, yeah. they'd be like, a freaking, there's a here. human ear. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> they think it's, who did you piss off? They think it's going to be a DVD they order. They're like, oh my. <laughs> Where's little Johnny? <laughs> Is he still at school? <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I can't. No, like I, 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 I'm now going to have nightmares about opening packages and Holy there's ears in it. Yes. Okay, so you shipped so, it. So she did a high injection heat mold uh, with the bar. So I sent her the bar too. And um, she picked it up, trimmed it up, mailed it back to me. And then my job was just to attach it to him and make sure everything worked out well. And so that's what I did. I saw him one day and we got it to fit right. Perfect. But he likes to scuba dive. So he, oh, he has to take it off. For whatever reason, he wants to keep his ear on while no. he scuba dives. So we have different attachment strengths. We have light, medium, and hard. Well, the light is just as strong as the magnets. And he's stayed in that. But if he ever scuba dives, he puts on the mediums or the hards. Wow. So wait, and, how many ears does he have? Well, I'm glad you said that. So when he came in for one of his visits, I know the skin tone was off. Yeah. And um, is it because of time of year? So yes. he gets paler we in the winter. Him, we gave it to him in the summer. Yeah, and so I he was at his winter, darkest. And I was bummed out at the shade, but he, he's obviously not in the sun as much. So what we're doing, what we did recently, was I sent her back the um, the casing, mm -hmm. and she's gonna make him a, a winter ear. So now he's gonna have a summer so, ear oh, and a weird winter ear. Bless your heart. That's, that's so the, really so the silicone what? for this thing. I, you know, she said, I don't even know what to charge BRB, you. going to go scale a pocket. Hold on. Let me let me go. <laughs> let me take off my winter ear and yeah. tap on my summer ear. What yeah. month does that happen in roughly? Is it some, somewhere around October? Wow. He's that's a super nice guy. So cool. But so Allison called me. She said, I don't even know what to charge you for because we usually charge $8,000 for a prosthetic ear. But she's like, I didn't do anything. All I did was do a high She said, well, what should I charge you? I said, well, how much did the silicone cost you for the high She's like, I don't know, 25, 30 bucks. I'm like, well, I'll pay that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Good deal. Good deal for this so, guy. Yeah. We, so we, now he's got two great yeah. years. 
summer winter and it really is impressive i mean it, it's really i mean yeah it's really obviously i think it's cool but um i've seen some other people's ears and they're just this, not so symmetrical. just by looking at the image the images in the videos like i i don't think i'd be able to tell if i was walking right. down the street or if I was even in front of this guy, like, I don't think I'd re really be able to tell. Like, it's yeah. so well done. It, it came out really good. You know, fortunately, it really did come out good. And uh, now we can hear when he drives his truck. Guy's super happy. He's a, just an he really is an incredible person. That's so amazing. Well, you are an incredible person I know. to do that for him. That what is so amazing. What was his reaction like? I mean, you take him out of surgery, you know, he's, or you, you've hooked on the prosthetic the first time he's seeing his yeah. ear actually placed on him. Like, what was that reaction like? Uh, well, it. It was kind of, I mean, my whole office was crying. Oh, he yeah. was crying. And I'm like, hey, let me take a video of you. <laughs> no <laughs> take, way. Taking the ear off and on. on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it was, it was good. You know, I mean, I'm super happy for the guy. Would you say that's one of your proudest moments? Um, uh, professionally? Like, have you done, I'm sure you've, you've done a lot of other cool things, but like, this is so of the, outside of, of the box. Yeah. and. That's one of the top. And it's, yeah. So I've, I, we've written two papers. One for guided auricular implant placement um, to show how to design and print your own guide. Because we made guides for, you know, and I 3D printed them for $3. Yeah. And I printed it the first year for $1.25. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's really inexpensive in resin material. Where can those papers be found? Um, so we're submitting them for publication to Wiley Publication. Um, okay. And I'm at, we're, we're, we have a prosthetic year paper as well so we've shown the surgical aspect now we've shown the prosthetic aspect and how to 3d print um, the box for the ear so the, the hope is to give this to md anderson and it'd be great if they could use this technology to sh cut down their their wait time because yeah. you know the, yes. to get a to get a prosthetic nose prosthetic eye it's nine to twelve months to wait and it because it takes three days per person mm -hmm. you know one-on-one -on -one. well if, if you're doing everything digital you can literally do one in a couple of hours and knock it out yeah it, it, so that so hopefully that nine month waiting time will be shortened and you know i don't i don't have the resources that md anderson does but hopefully they can actually make something out of it yeah. and give it to other hospitals that that'd be awesome could use so technology yeah look at you changing and the it, lives. look it was all done in free software you know mesh mixer we built the box um, which is I mean, anybody can download on their pc and import the ear file and then create a box around it and then digitally subtract the ear out so now you have a negative of the mm -hmm. ear just a really so neat cool the really it was it was cool it was really That's neat amazing. and apparently thank, it's you, a thank lot you so much for sharing yeah. that story it's next um, level stuff next Seriously. level i'm gonna link all of these names and places and people yes. and things and um in in the description below so if you if you want to find out more like watch this whole whole pr process 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 the canadianisms come in where can people find you on instagram yeah instagram or... i'm implement diplomat diplomat um implant diplomat yeah and on uh facebook implants of black and white is the private uh facebook group and, do you have um, to be a dentist to to be accepted into that private facebook group no, no. But you got to be in dentistry okay. yeah there's a lot of people that want to look in but but no you got to be you yeah. have to have some form of dental yeah. credentials cool so implants of black and white was actually started by my uncle like 15 20 years ago really and so we started doing uh mexico mission trips we'd take the lsu oh, dental students wow. down to mexico and pull teeth for free and that's kind of how I started wanting to get into dentistry. I really w originally wanted to go to medicine because my grandfather was a physician. And uh, he said, why don't you go with your uncle? So I went down and I pulled my first tooth and I was like, man, I'm, a, mm. I'm hooked. Yeah. I want to do this for the rest of my life. So every year we've always taken the LSU dental students. And, and you know, for the past um, five, six years since I've gra 
graduated, moved into practice with him. Oh, seven years now. I've always taken LSU dental students down there. And so the Implants Black and White started out as a teaching course to pay for the the for Mexico the mission, mission trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so the dental students can't afford anything, but we pay for transportation and all that kind of stuff. And so then we started a Facebook group. So anybody that comes to our course, I don't ever make any money off the course, but it's really nice to be able to, you know, kind of give back. Yeah. Cool. You've been on Mexico, uh, mission trips before yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. But basically we, we, you know, pay for the lodging, transportation, food, cool. et cetera. And we go once, I think it's like the first week. And how, how often do these courses run? Uh, we do them twice a year. Once cool. in April, once in November. Um, and the, you, you po- post that stuff on the Facebook group or is yeah. there a website where yeah, people can a website, go to register? Yeah, there's a website, implantsblackandwhite.weebly.com. Cool. Um, it's a free website. We don't yeah. make any money off it. Sure. Cool. Cool. So if someone wants to register, you guys can go to the website below. Right. Um, and know that it, you know your your registration money goes to a good cause. Right? Yeah. To give back to the community in Mexico. Awesome. Thanks so much for yeah. jumping on here. Great we pause. really appreciate Fantastic. it. Yeah. Sharing your awesome story. I've got goosebumps. This I know. Is like keep keep doing the thing. Yeah. That's, that's that's where we're headed. If I'm like Dentistry. regretting all of my life choices right I know. now. <laughs> like, like I feel like such an insignificant dear human being. Why am I not making ears? Yeah. Today? I'm gonna call my mom now and be like, Why couldn't you have made me smarter? <laughs> with you between the two of my parents it's like talking to the encyclopedia britannica and then there's me over here instagramming it up god damn it (laughs) all right right, everyone thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the tooth or dare podcast now you know we're called tooth or dare for a reason right no yeah you don't know that so um generally speaking um katrina and i do a a visually impaired version of rock paper scissors um because we're you know not recording live but now we can see each other so um, we get to do a rock, paper, scissors, and the loser goes up against you. Against. You get to uh, either accept a tooth or a dare or dish out a tooth or a dare to whoever loses. Okay. So you think about what you're going to do. Katrina and I are going to rock, paper, scissors. In the meantime, the rest of you need to follow us on Instagram at toothordare.podcast. You can find me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can find Katrina at the dental wine genist. Mash those follow buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Are you ready, girl? I'm ready. Oh, gosh. I'm okay. so, I always get so nervous. It's a three. one, like two, three, and one, then two, a three, thing. And then shoot. Okay, ready? Okay. Rock, paper, Rubber, scissors. scissors. All right. I lost yet again. Another another loss today. Make <laughs> me smarter, you, parents, and make me luckier. For are calculating at home, yeah, that means that's, that that's Katrina four, has Four one. losses for Irene. <laughs> Every episode this year oh, has been a loss. All right. So good. Dr. Danny. Yes. <clears throat> Are you going to accept a tooth or a dare, or are you going to dish out a tooth or a dare? Who gets to choose uh, it? You, you and I are now. She's out. She's done. And now it's you and I me. Guess tooth. Do you want to do something, or do you want me to do something? You. You want me to do something. Yeah. Okay. So I will accept a dare from you. Okay. What would you like me to do? So I would Jen, like, I'd like gotta, some input. You got to. No, gotta she's out. She's, she's out. Can't she's out. She can't help you. No advice. I'm going to turn her mic off. No face no. signaling. So, <laughs> uh,. What is happening? Oh, yes. Okay. All so, right. dare. Dare? Okay. I'll accept a dare. I'll do it. So, We're it goes gonna... up on our Instagram within oh, seven gosh. days. That's what I think. They, they, oh, no. He's looking. Oh, no. He's looking at the fireball station. Yes! I won't be very long. Moody. Moody. Fireball shot. We need a, we need oh. a shot over here. Can you Can bring, a, one bring shot? a shot? No. No. We Can need we a shot. A fireball? I need a sh- oh, I lost we a need... dare. No, no. Just one. No, no, no. Just one. Oh, good God. Just one shot. Oh, God. Okay. Can you say what the dare is right here? So, right now, we're in the podcast arena oh, Lord at Voice heaven. of the Dentistry, and Justin Moody, who has a dentist implants and worms podcast, has Gosh. a fireball, 
I don't know. Oh. Was this a good idea? Yeah. This is, this is a fantastic oh, this idea. Is this a is the idea. best idea you've had. He has Aside a from making an ear for somebody, of course. Fireball on tap. And he has his own shot glasses. <sighs> and it is... What time is it? Oh, it's, Lord it's, in heaven. It's not even it's lunchtime 11 46. What have you had to eat today? Is this Nothing. a good idea? Not much. I haven't had anything either. I have, I have almonds in my purse for you, Irene. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I will do it. Is... I'll do it. I'm going to take a fireball shot. Yeah. Yes. Yay! Four. Oh my God! No, no. look at four. Him. No, oh, no, no, no. I gotta, I, he's literally bringing over four shots. Okay, we need to record a video of of the man here. Yeah. Oh yeah! All right, all right. Oh my gosh! Oh, I've gosh. made better decisions. Can you hold this? It's just recording. It's recording a video. <laughs> Mark Costas, just hold it, please. All right, just Thank hold you. that, Mark. All right. Good oh, God in heaven! Oh my goodness! All right, so. Bad up, Mark? Bears. All right, going, okay, everyone. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take this shot oh, right now, and you guys gonna, are, you guys are all, we're all gonna you. take it together. Okay. How did I lose the dare? All right, I don't know. We, I somehow lost a dare, and now we're all doing so it at the do same like time. This is so good. Oh, yes. Arriba, is, abajo, okay. All right, bottoms up, everyone. Yes. Cheers. Bottoms Cheers. up. Woo. Oh God, it's in my mouth. Good decisions. Oh, my insides are burning a little bit. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right, everyone. I just, we all just took a shot. Somehow I lost a dare, and we all did one anyway. So thanks again for tuning oh. in to Truth another episode. Dare. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go and brush my teeth a I'm little. Burning fire. Yes. All right. Peace out, everyone. Have a good day. Cheers. Can we can we move? Can yeah, we move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we yeah. move let's, on? Let's record. Yeah. Okay. We're okay. we're already recording. Oh yeah. no. Okay. Oh no. This will go in the bloopers. Okay. Go ahead and just put that in the bloopers. Why don't ya? <laughs> oh my god! I can hear myself. About, now. Thank God. Dang. About. I can hear you better too. Yeah. I'm looking Good. at it. I'm like, I think I turned myself like, down. I, I'm gonna need you to because I thought I was an ear because right. I can't hear. I yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys. Say <laughs> something. Jeez, Louise. Somebody get me an ear. I know. I'm like, am I? Is, do I have a bad lead? Like, what's happening here? Okay. Holy cats. But I also, <laughs> I just want you to be happy. I can also airdrop it to you. Do the you airdrop like... is always better. Airdrop is always is a good option. Better. However, yeah. I also feel like you will be able to evaluate my extreme need for Botox. Your extreme need around, for Botox. In around my foreheadal region. Forehead, my frontal process of Foreheadal region? All my right. Foreheadal. Okay, are we ready? We are ready. Yeah, look at that. I mean, can we touch that up a little bit? <laughs>